Hey, this is Heath Padgett, and welcome to the RV Entrepreneur Podcast, episode 212. The RV Entrepreneur is a podcast for nomadic entrepreneurs, and on today's episode, I am sitting next to Alyssa, or as I call her, Lulu. You do call me Lulu. I don't think I've ever said that in a public format, but anytime our friends hang out with us and they, mm-hmm. they hear me say Lulu, they were like, what? What? I, I actually have never, it's just more of a fun fact to kick off today's episode, which is the fact that I actually don't call you Alyssa. I you call do. you, you I do call you Lulu. I yeah. call you chief. Yeah. And it's not because I'm like chief of anything. It's because my two-year-old niece, when she was two, she's older now, but she couldn't say Heath, so she said chief, and uh, just no one stuck. can say Alyssa, not even grown adults. Yeah. So Lulu. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter and a bit different in format. You know, this is actually kind of like your old test drive episode. This is like my old test drive episodes. If you listen to those from back in the day, I haven't done one of those in a long time, but this is similar to that format. <laughs> I, I now use a podcasting platform called Anchor, which is really cool, and I like it a lot. I used a platform called Libsyn for a long time. None of this is relevant information unless you podcast and care about what goes on behind the scenes, but <laughs> the point being anchor.fm slash, I want to say RVE yeah. is my URL for that, and you can leave voicemails there, and I've mentioned this on a couple episodes, and so we have a voicemail in the inbox, and it's fun to listen to people's voicemail because you never get those anymore, so... It always, like... Like makes my heart beat a little bit faster. I don't like when people call me and leave me voicemails in real life, but when someone calls into your podcast, I'm like, oh my God, what are they going to say? Are they going to tell us that like Heath mispronounced some word and they're really upset about this? These are the things I worry about. Uh, That's never crossed my mind until now. So thanks for that. (laughs) But anyway, so we have a voicemail from today. So I'm going to go ahead and play it here in a second. And then we're going to answer the question that came in from the voicemail. So let's listen to the voicemail. Hi, Heath. This is Caitlin Harris from Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I love your podcast. It has given me a lot of information as I'm not a particularly business-minded person, um, but I have big goals. So I homeschool um, our two kids and we would like to travel more. Right now, I uh, make travel money by creating analog art. So it's mainly watercolors and acrylics um, to sell to people. And it's great side income, but I'd really like to take it a step further this year and find a way to find a balance between doing what I really love, which is creating custom artwork, and then creating a passive income on a much bigger scale with things like KDP journals um, with Kindle Direct Publishing or Etsy prints, digital downloads, and things like that. So I'd love to hear your advice on finding a balance between what really makes money and what you enjoy doing. (laughs) So thank you. Kaylin, thank you so much for leaving that awesome voicemail. And we love your hometown. We have lots of friends in Nashville. But we thought it would be fun to answer this question together and kind of just share our different perspectives on this because keyword different. Alyssa and I definitely have very different perspectives on our approach to this. And I feel in many ways, I'm still figuring out, you know, entrepreneurship and I think I will be for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And so I know there's a lot of people who, you know, just do Q and a formats and they give answers for like solving everyone's problems. And I just don't think I have that much stuff figured out yet. But at the same time, like I know that we're in the arena of entrepreneurship, we're building stuff with my software company. And, you know, I want to be able to share experience of things we've learned to date. So 
I guess that's just a bit more of me being self-conscious and saying that. This is your disclaimer. It's that my if disclaimer. your advice is crap, like, guys, I'm still learning. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. That's exactly correct. That's exactly correct. So uh, the question around finding a balance between what you're passionate about and what pays the bills is something that I think about all the time. And mm-hmm. it's a conversation. And it's something I journal about. It's something I meditate on and just think through on a regular basis. But I thought maybe you can kick this one off and share your perspective on how you approach this. So whenever we first started doing freelance work and kind of trying out this whole entrepreneurship thing, Heath drove me crazy because we would start the day and we worked together, right? We were, we were handling the same client project and doing the same same type of work. And I would start my day and I would sit down and I would do everything on my to-do list for this client project. And then it'd be noon and I'd be like, hey Heath, did you do this or whatever? And he's like, no, I've been working on my blog all morning. And I'm like, your blog makes exactly zero dollars, actually negative dollars because it's costing us money. And you just spent all of your day working on this instead of this actual paid client. Because in my mind, you obviously do the work that pays you first, especially if you are in debt or if you have like kids and a family to support. So for me, I'm like, duh, I'm going to set up whatever system in place that is going to get me paid right now so I can put food on the table and support my family. And Heath is much, much, much different. I'm gonna play the long game. I'm gonna write this blog post. In three years, it will have made $200 total. So it's it seems worth it. <laughs> So my perspective on this is slightly different, but also I want to acknowledge the fact that the only reason we got referrals to other clients back in the day is because <laughs> Alyssa, someone did the work. Alyssa showed up and performed and did really well. But I will also say that, uh, you know, I think that's why you and I have been a good team together is because you've executed so well on these money earners that are right in front of our face. It's allowed me to kind of dream big and what's on the horizon to execute, you know, different kinds of dreams. And then, and then when I, something does take off and get traction, like a conference or a podcast and I become terrible (laughs) at managing them, then you can step in to create the structure around those things. So I think you and I have balanced each other out in some of those ways as a side note, on the topic of managing different projects, Alyssa is going to actually be the podcast intro person from now on. I, I titled myself MC. MC. That Alyssa, was the closest thing I could think of. So I'm still going to be doing the interviews on RV Entrepreneur, but Alyssa is going to take over the intros and outros for upcoming episodes. In full transparency, it's because I do get a lot of podcast episodes recorded in the queue, but I'm garbage at recording the intros and outros. So Alyssa is going to take care of that for mm-hmm. future episodes. So you kind of shared your thought process on how to approach like the balance between passion and doing work that pays. Mm-hmm. And I think it largely obviously depends on your situation. And one of the things I, from when I sat down to kind of process this question, Kaylin, I just sat down and I, I journal things out to kind of think them through. And I was kind of thinking how I approach this. And it's like I've talked about on the podcast probably a million times, which is I think about in terms of runway, both financial and emotional runway. If the end goal is to do a project that you really enjoy and that pays the bills, then you have to do enough work to pay the bills in the intermediate time so that you don't have to go get a job or if the job is that thing that's paying the bills. Like you you have to survive long enough to get to that point. And a lot of times, you know, if you're doing freelance style projects or something like that, it's a 
balance. And I think it's going to be different for everybody. And I know that's not super tactical, but that mindset has been helpful for me because it's a constant kind of ebb and weave of figuring out, is this going to pay the bills? How much is it going to earn me now? Like how much cash flow can I get from this project? And then taking a minute, you know, later on that day and saying, okay, like I'm going to do some work that I'm super passionate about because I want to make time for it. And I think the second piece of runway that I haven't talked about as much and that I don't hear as many people talking about is just emotional runway. People quit on projects largely for a couple of reasons. There's lots of reasons, but two big reasons. One, you run out of money and two, you run out of passion. You just get burned out. And I think a big thing for if you're pursuing work that is like a mixture of passion and money and you don't allocate enough time to doing what you're passionate about, I think you run the risk of burning out. Like if you're spending the end of your day sitting there watching Netflix because you just need to like veg, it means you're probably not doing enough work during the day that fills you up. And I also want to preface this by saying, I know you're a mom and I know that being a parent changes this advice so much because you have so much less time Mm -hmm. to do all of the things that we're talking about. So, I mean, we made our beds as parents now that we're laying in as far as like time commitments and stuff. And I feel like I appreciate that more so now. And I just wanted to layer that in there. But again, my high level thoughts on it would just be in terms of like runway. How long is it going to take for you to be able to make a full-time income doing that thing that you're super passionate about with KDP publishing or, you know, well, she, so I want to come back to this. She talked about creating custom artwork, which is going to take a lot of time, a lot of searching for clients, a lot of back and forth, making sure that like whatever she's creating is, is what they want and, and all those things. So that's like the active income, like the client-based work equivalent, mm-hmm. like if you're a freelancer. Etsy printables or a KDP journal, those can also be things that Caitlin is passionate about. Like if you're already thinking about them, you've obviously got a little bit of juice flowing as far as, hey, this could be a fun way to make money. But it's finding that that balance and, and you may be even calculating doing the doing the math behind it for that runway as far as, okay, how long is it going to take me to ramp up an Etsy printables business? How long is it going to take me to find clients for custom artwork? Maybe the custom artwork makes you a lot more money, but it takes 20 times as long as creating a printable for Etsy or something like that. And what I believe Caitlin was saying is that she was passionate about creating the KDP mm-hmm. type of um, publishing in those journals. And I know that in our experience, your book that you published on Amazon, which we talked about three years, and that's been an amazing revenue source just because Amazon is a beast. And so if you can have a hit from a book publishing perspective, then, you know. So sorry, I'm interrupting you. Yeah. So that reminds me, the first thought that I had actually when I listened to this voicemail a few weeks ago was that. Whenever I published my book through KDP, print on demand, like you hit publish and you never have to do anything again for it to be live and for people to find it. I mean, that's not true. You obviously can do stuff, but it's it's very much that passive income. When I suddenly had that time, because that money was coming into every month, that's when we did YouTube. Because it was kind of that thing that we always wanted to try. And so going back to, you know, my roots... I'm going to figure out what's going to make me the most money actively or passively. And I'm going to set up all of that first. And then the fun thing that I've been wanting to try for years of YouTube, then I'm going to go into all of that once I know that I have enough money coming in to cover the bills. Yeah. And I like that approach as well, because there's kind of two ways of creating that freedom to choose what you really want to do. A recent episode was, you know, we dug in and talked about 
you know, being a lawyer from the road and how much more that can pay per hour. So mm-hmm. you can create products that create passive revenue that give you the time to go out and do what you want. But depending on what your skill set is, you can also just try to figure out a way to charge more for your time if there's an opportunity to do that because it could achieve the same result. You could actually spend more time trying to create passive income streams because that's yeah. not your skill set than you would just from saying like, I'm going to keep doing service-based, but I'm going to charge $300 an hour because I'm a baller painter. You know what I mean? Like I'm just, I'm just spitballing there, but it's just, he just wrote your bio for you. I'm a baller painter. Yeah. So (laughs) it's been a while since we did one of these test drive episodes. Uh, Caitlin, I hope this was semi-helpful amidst our rambling. We do have a couple of resources that are helpful on this. One, Kelsey, our former podcast editor. I know we've had her on the show a couple times and you've heard her name. She has a course on how to create an Etsy printable business. She really wanted to get on Etsy and do some passive income. That was something creative. And so she started this. I think she just celebrated two years of her storefront being open. And that brings in passive income for her every month. And... I think she's in the top 3% of sellers on all of Etsy. And so she has a course called Create an Etsy Printable Business. We can link up to that in the show notes um, if you're interested in starting that type of business. And then we also have a course on how to publish on KDP on our RV Entrepreneur School because those are two two great ways to do some passive income, especially like digital downloads like Etsy can do. Yeah. Easy. Set it up and you're done. And I'm going to plug you because you don't market your course enough. It's a really amazing course. You have, your book has sold tens of thousands of copies. And so, I mean, you know your stuff. You know what? You should write a book, Heath. Yeah. Well, you, should, you can, you can go through my course. And Call it write, Runway. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a transcript of this podcast episode and so, every other one. So one thing I'm really excited to include at the end of this episode, and we're going to be including these in some upcoming podcast episodes as well. I put a post out in our RV Entrepreneur Facebook group last night. And I said, I have no paid sponsors for the next upcoming episode. So I want to do something called unsponsored sponsored episodes, which is basically meaning like I asked people who are part of our RB Entrepreneur Facebook group and community if they had any cool projects or businesses that they were working on that they would be interested in sharing with you at no cost. And really just they needed to submit a 30 second or less voicemail to our anchor.fm slash RVE page. And we put that out there and we've got a lot of voicemails to be able to share <laughs> with you guys of people who are doing really cool things who are RVers and travelers and building products that serve other people in the community. So I'm really excited for our very first unsponsored sponsored episode. This is from Nikki from Naptime Empires, which is practical pep talks for RV entrepreneurial parents. Hi, Heath. My name is Nikki Elledge-Brown. I'm the host of the Naptime Empires podcast, refreshingly honest conversations on the realities of parenthood and entrepreneurship, whispering because my littlest is asleep in the next room. Years ago, while working for the NPS at Pearl Harbor, I started an online business that enabled my Navy chief submariner husband to come home for good so we could live our dream of buying an RV and exploring North America with our three littles. I'm launching a book later this year to offer insights and solidarity to those who know this record in the closet slash bunk room life all too well. Let's talk. Nikki, thank you. What? I just, I can't stop laughing. I've listened to this like three times. <laughs> and as soon as you hear her voice, you could tell she's, I'm a mom. You can tell there is a napping child in that <laughs> house because of the, of the whisper, the loud whisper where you yeah. want someone to hear you. 
It was it was it was a good mixture between like (laughs) whispering to not wake up a baby, but also a good sense of professionalism. You could just tell there was a it was a good blend there. But anyway, Nikki, that was amazing, (laughs) and I also I'm super grateful for all the submissions so far. I'm going to be putting more in the upcoming podcast episodes. And if you're listening to this and you didn't see that post or you're not part of our RV Entrepreneur Group on Facebook, you can submit your own voicemail if you have something that you're interested in sharing with the RVE community. Again, these are unsponsored sponsors, so really just be doing something cool that serves people that are part of the RV entrepreneur <laughs> community and you could be including on an upcoming episode as well. So if you go to anchor.fm slash RVE, is there like a voicemail button? Call me. Uh, it just says voicemail. And so just make sure it's 30 seconds or less. So That's that awesome. is all for today's episode on the RV entrepreneur podcast. We will see you next time. <laughs>